Am I still muted? Can you hear me, Rob? Who knows what's happening? I can happening. hear you. I don't know if you saw the end of the show and and the opening end, but mine just stopped. It, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But anyways, all right, cool. Yeah. I don't know. It's been weird lately. You know, I've just been kind of going with it. I'm super sick today, everyone. So if all of a sudden I just lose interest and be like, bye, that's probably why. But I also, I invited. Yeah. You know, you should do that more often. I'm fucking bored. Bye. I don't feel good later. You we, know we, what? We should, we should tell people we're quitting the show in an open mic. That's not really directly the show. We should, <laughs> we should do that. I know. I, I I had to drive my, my brother to work today, and then I got like a message from Santa asking, are you going live? But I was driving, so I couldn't answer it. And then I forgot to answer him. But he says, "R, I have meetings today. Please like today's show. So, yeah, do what Santa says. Like today's show. Make sure you subscribe to Star Wars Santa on the YouTube machine. And uh, I invited Bespin Bulletin, but I think today's news isn't good enough for him. You know, Bespin hey, can't James get out said, of bed. James mm-hmm. said he wanted to come by sometime, so you should. I think Friday, yeah. but we didn't do a show Friday. so Yeah, like, James, yeah. James is always welcome, obviously. But, always yeah. welcome, James. Always welcome. Hey, you before know? we get started, I'd like to Please, take maybe James. five minutes to, to, to bullshit mm-hmm. around here, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, People love hey, that. man, I bought, that Zel- I bought the Zelda game. Oh, you, fuck you. You, can, you, went, you went and talked all this shit about it. Talked me out of buying it, and yeah. then you go buy it? Fuck yeah. you, Rob. Yeah, I bought it. They shit. got me. They got me. They Dude. got me. If it, if it helps, I'm no good at this game. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, right. part of it, I feel like, like, I like, the, I like it, but, like, I'm stuck early on. I'm like, I, I know I got to eat peppers to get across some ice, mm-hmm. you know, but... Like I haven't eaten enough peppers to like warm up to do it. And then I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'll fart around and like, whatever. Um, I still don't (laughs) like the, the analog stick on my switch. It hurts my hands after a while. So it's a whole thing. I don't know. Oh, does it hurt Robbie's little hands? But I'll say this, right? Like, Mm -hmm. like, uh, it is better than breath of the wild, even like just two hours in, you know? Okay. Yeah. I could tell you that it feels like it's actually like it's fuller. And I would say that in the newer areas, they have mm-hmm. varied the landscape shapes. It, it sounds so weird. It's a thing to gripe about, but, uh, but, uh, I don't like the ice cream melted ice cream look of the mountains in breath of the wild. Right. Like okay. that was my, com- that, and the, there's, you know, if you remember the first breath of the wild trailer it had a shitload of grass and like foliage. And then that all went away when the game came out. Yeah, we still don't have that. I, I, I really wish was, this was on better <laughs> hardware, so we could actually get you know a decent amount of like I don't know grass and bushes and it's fucking twenty twenty three. Yeah, we're still. I know over this. That, that's that's where that's where I'm at with it. Was I tried to talk Penny into playing it because Penny wanted to play it, and uh, we have access to an actual. We have we all have switch lights. That's what we usually play on. But I'm like I'm not gonna play that game for. 300 hours with my glasses on on a little tiny switch and uh so we have access to a switch right now for the tv try to tuck penny into it she wasn't interested in it she was just like no no don't want to do it she didn't like the first one once but i'm trying to tell her how to make things though dude i'm telling you it's a kid's it's the game like we had this when we were kids we wouldn't have played anything else oh no no yeah i i know i know i mean i love the the first breath of the wild i completely finished it 
but that's also where I fall on the, the weird on a weird place with this one where I'm a little bit like, you know what, man, like I, I know it's better. I know it's, it's bigger, but it, it's like, I kind of already, already played this exact Zelda game already, you know, and that, that's where I'm just not excited yeah. for it. Even. And, until and, and you I, start playing it and then you're like, yeah, oh, I'll keep playing this. Like, right. <laughs> you know I, mean? I mean, I feel the same way. I feel the same way, but it is still funner. And I got to say bad idea to release that star wars game within two weeks of zelda just just in terms of like what everyone's talking about i felt like the new Zelda, the new star wars game man that survivor i think you you got four weeks of good conversation out of that you know if it were just glitch free and just a fun cool game because i was watching some of the story stuff dude and it, it definitely oh i rain cool for know, the like, for the record well i i've been sick this weekend and uh pretty much all i've done is play survivor last couple of days and uh played through um i'm like post game and the post game is huge like people who are like i beat it i'm done bye uh i don't know i you you thought i think you thought wrong that's what i'm trying to say yeah i I think releasing two weeks in front of a zelda game people waiting five or six years for is a bad bad idea i don't i I don't i don't i don't think it i don't i i think it's it's both i I don't think it for me it doesn't matter it's not an either or it's like like you either like them both and you have to have them both or you don't i think i think it would be like for like maybe for like newer cats you know that 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 are like you know nine years well, old i only say given but, given the qa issues there's just, just but but know, the like, yeah. the issue most i mean i'm playing on the xbox and and it's not a it's not a fucking it's not as it's either not as big of a thing as people are saying or it's not a thing for me like I like literally played the game for sixty hours and I crashed three times. Oh no! I couldn't. One hundred percent. I I, I, I couldn't stream. Guys. Yeah, the PC guys, but f- fuck them. They're fucking yeah, nerds. Yeah, yeah. The, their PC master race. Where's it at now? Huh? Where's, where's it, at it at now, now bitch? Right? Yeah, where's you it at sound, now? y'all sound stupid <laughs> to me right now. But I um, would give anything if the Switch Two was just an Xbox Series uh, S, like, like you yeah. Because like, man, dude, like. Like you could have like shadows on the bushes. You could have projected, you know, shadows from the light sources. There's just there's a ton of things that are. This is a Wii U game. Like at the end of the day, dude. Yeah. Where it's Wii U tech, we're still dealing with. We're still in 2011. You know. (laughs) You know what I mean? I played Wii U at E3 when it debuted, man, in 2011. So like I was there. I was there. 12 years old now. Like tech. Like we're dealing with here it's ridiculous i know and, and like like uh, a part of me just kind of wonder uh, they probably won't but i'm like is this going to come out on the on the next system like upgraded but i kind of don't think so i kind of think the uh, the next jump will actually be significant enough they probably won't be able to which is why i probably am going to pick it up well pretty soon. if it's backwards compatible i could see this nintendo because nintendo's leadership now is totally different than what it was when the switch was invented Okay. And so it's a different mindset. I could see them doing like an eight, like a like a upgrade pack or like a visual pack or something. You know what I mean? Right. I could see that. But um, yeah. So I, at the end of the day, I still think you know, and I'm not. You know me, man. I, I don't. I don't worship at the altar of Ocarina of Time. All right. I ain't that. You dude. should. I actually, you're a fool. I think the 3DS. Fool. I, I wanted to tell you. I thought the 3DS version was better because one, it's 3D, and two, graphically, it's far far better than the original ocarina of time so i do give ocarina of time on the 3ds far more leverage you know mm-hmm. but that 
Ocarina demo they had on the Wii U at E3, I did get mm -hmm. to play that where you fight <coughs> the giant spider and shit. Yeah, and I still would love to see a Zelda game that looks like that. Like I'm like, can we mm -hmm. can we just get that now? Like you know, can we can we? Can I we mean, have two. Can you have this Breath of the Wild and then like a more traditional Zelda thing going on? I'm I'm a Star Wars special edition guy. I'm like, keep fucking releasing your classic games with with well, updated graphics. You know what I mean? Graphics, like, like yes. It, you know. I'm not saying I'm yeah, not saying changing, that... changing it so Ganon no. doesn't kill first would be a bad idea. <laughs> can't have, yeah, can't have um, Link do anything mean, you know. Can't hit the chickens. Yeah. Like, whatever. I mean, I, anyway. I I wish that change was even that significant. It's just not. It's like a nothing. Who gives a fuck? But um, yeah. but but point point being is uh, like remember when they released Mario All Stars? Yeah, fucking great. I don't, I don't have any problem with Mario Stars. The Mario Stars. The only thing I don't like is like when they fix like you can't go to the minus world anymore and stuff like that. But whatever, you know, it, it's still like when, when that was a glitch with the hardware. The minus yeah. world's different in Japan too because it literally is the different ways those systems work. You can't mm -hmm. you can't like code in a glitch. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Couldn't yeah. even imagine how you try to do that. But, but uh, yeah, but but yeah, anyways. Man. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good at picking it I told out. you not to. Yeah. Did, did you, you did you did you join the uh, the uh, Nintendo family plan yet, or does that like not work anymore? I just got it up and working the other night, yeah. so we got to go over that so I can get you. Because that, so. that makes me like your Nintendo Don, you know. I'm like, yeah, yeah come yeah, to yeah, me, yeah. you know, because now you're in the family. So now I'm in the family. <laughs> we'll have to play uh, something on there. Sometime. I don't know what. I'm not playing Fortnite. So. <laughs> No, Fortnite on the Switch is, is awful. My kids are really good at it. And I'm just like, how do you guys? I, I tried to play on there one time. Like, I was like traveling. I was like in like, a motel or something. It's like, how do people play on this? This is awful. Right. But uh, Fallen Order, though, uh, or um, Jedi Survivor, like the uh, post game on that thing is just like so good. There's like so much to like do still. And uh, I just, I, I'm having, a, I mean, it it is. It is probably the best storied story Star Wars game of actually I say it is the best storied Star Wars game of, of all time. I don't think there's even anything close. Like I, I was not excited for it. I felt like it was gonna be a chore. I was only actually really kind of like getting into it at first because I was like, I gotta know the stuff and for the show and for the conversations. You know what I mean? And like just like I watch Bad Batch for the same reason, and that's a chore. But this right here. Is it better than Republic Commandos? Um, no, I, I, I like that game. <laughs> hey, man, you're going to piss off 20% of your audience. You know? The people, no, our audience is a bunch of old people, and the only people who liked it were like seven when it came out. And Dave Filoni. Yeah, that's true. And Dave Filoni. <laughs> but no, but uh, um, but anyways, yeah, the uh, the uh, that game, though, I don't recommend doing the story and selling it like right away. I'm not saying you shouldn't sell it if that's your, if that's your thing, but. There's just like a ton of of stuff that opens up after and like, you know, little quests and things and story beats and stuff that like go on. And like you actually like uh, when they make the uh, third game, the stuff that happens in the post game of this is almost like a game in between them. Um, I, I could end. I got to say on this one, too, like watching the storied videos. It'll get you by. It, it, it's it's good. It, but on the first game, you can watch all of the cutscenes like as like a movie, perfectly fine. People are going to have to really go out of their way to add the missing points that happen like while you're playing the game, the conversations that just pop up and stuff. It's going to be a lot harder to make this one See, into a super cut film like how how the first one was. If Azure did like a 
complete walkthrough, right? Like you played mm. the whole game. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and you like walk through. I'd watch. I'd actually leave that on while I work. I'd go through all the fifty something hours a game. There probably is twenty something, whatever many hours a game there is. Right. So, but it's like those three and a half hour cutscene edits. To me, I'm like, it's like a, a whole bunch of game you're missing there right yeah. like with just talking to people and and shit like that and so i just don't have the time to play i, I can play one or two games a year really mm-hmm. i could put i mean in terms of completion i'll i'll play a game for like three hours that's why i like that ex that games pass i can play for three hours and never play a game again like hey I had a good rental good rental night for rob i you know like back mm-hmm. when you were a kid you used to rent a game and never see it again you know you left it there yeah because back then we it just cost us 30 dollars, which is probably like 60 bucks today or something 70 bucks today James and then you and then you would games were 60 dollars. no some of them were actually $60. no the actual like like re i'm not saying they weren't marked up at places at times but the actual like retail price of a nintendo game was always 29.99 like that was what it was supposed to be and like right. but but what was dumb about that is zelda would cost the same as fucking pinball and you're just like right. really really <laughs> you, well, you serious Hold on, Iwata, Iwata program pinball, like so. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know. So, anyways, though, yeah, you, you kind of like once video stores started doing that, that was like that was great because then we were able to play all kinds of games that, you know, like like I love Paperboy. I really should have bought Paperboy. I rented it so many times but in the end. I probably I paid Maniac for Paperboy. Mansion. Yeah, Maniac but, Mansion. You know, and Maniac Mansion to this day, like, mm-hmm. is probably my favorite or second favorite game of all time. You know, like, yeah. So. Like if I had to go legacy game, I'll I'll put Maniac Mansion, man, Mario World probably right up there, you know. For right. Me. Like, and totally totally different genre, right? But mm-hmm. Mario Maniac Mansion was the first game I ever played where you could just break the game by you made the wrong choices, you can go no further, you know. Like, and I like that. I was like, wow, so choices do matter, you know. Like I can choose to do something and not be able to progress, or I could choose to do something and get a different ending, and so mm-hmm. like that was, and it had humor, which was. I, I always different. I always wanted to play like a point and click style adventure RPG because you know in the movie Big when the kid is playing <laughs> the thing and like we only had I didn't have yeah I didn't have a computer and and so something like that did not exist for me and I was like man I wish I could play a game like that and then Maniac Mansion ended up being the closest thing to that game from Big mm-hmm. given that yesterday was Mother's Day I, uh, you know my mom passed away almost 10 years ago uh, mm-hmm. my mom was a lunatic when i was a kid so like right up until her death uh i love my mom but but at this point in time when me and came out my mom was like uh i don't want you playing anything violent by the way when are you gonna join the military yeah you know like like it was like it, i'm right now i'm telling you that was the legit argument like so maniac mansion was a game like look nobody fights there's no violence right and yeah. then my mom would be like you gotta go out and punch people at school and like, don't let <laughs> yeah. them pick you around i'm like it's so fucking weird. Right? I don't think you should watch G.I. Joe because it has guns in it and it's violent. But let's go do some cocaine by from uh Colombian Colombian cartels. That sounds good. Stuff like that. Yeah, that was my yeah, that, yeah. that was yeah. that was the hypocrisy my of mine. Crystal meth. Yeah. yeah. She tried to pass it off with uh before we get to our parents, but she tried to pass it off with uh, brush your teeth, Rob. Brush you your teeth. Like, how do you how do you lose all your teeth at twenty eight, mom? Like, like, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? I don't think that's not brushing your teeth. Like, like Yeah. But I have excellent dental hygiene now, so like yeah, Hey. So something good. Anyway, something good. I just want to say <laughs> I would love to get some Star Wars games are out of canon. 
that are just fun in the way that visions are cool right although mm -hmm. the visions are getting dr dramatically more dramatic i just watched uh the spy dancer video. yeah see i i love that one and when bespin did his poll i believe that was like the least popular one with his audience and i'm like I how are you guys fantastic that's that's <laughs> one i think tony gilroy could have made an episode of of andor had he had five seasons yeah. like that was something we likely would have seen right something like that and it had fun and and some horror like that the mm -hmm. the k2 droid genuinely terrifying right yeah <laughs> yeah and uh the 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 drummer with the the first i got a bad feeling about this you know six episodes in i, I accept that you know yeah. and it was well placed you know didn't didn't see mm -hmm. it coming you know right and the animation style i thought was really good looser simpler i like it really mm -hmm. really well animated right yeah, as like a collection or as like an anthology or whatever you want to call it, uh, it's this this season is like a really good one. There's some people that say like, oh, it's not as good as the first one because they they want that Kurosawa thing back, you know. And I I, I do think like Visions has done the Kurosawa thing to such a degree. Star Wars needs to commit to the Kurosawa thing on a feature entirely, okay. or or. It needs to like leave it behind, and and in this instance, they said we're leave it behind. And we're going to move on with other studios. I think that think was Filoni that was the right call. Try to, we'll try to do that, or you think he'll try to do the Lucasy thing? Like, well, <coughs> I think he'll leave, he'll go for you know. Yeah, I it, think, it, I want him to go for full karaoke. Like, fuck it, this is this is. You know? Well, but, I I think with 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 Star Wars Ahsoka, excuse me, he's um, he's going for it. But I think he's he's what is he what was he calling it? He had like a different name than samurai movie or samurai thing. He was calling like shonen something. I can't remember what he was saying now. But he was he was going he high was high school. Like. No, no, that's not what he meant. No, it was not not shonen anime. I'm I'm thinking of that because I got this in front of me. That was why that was in my head. Um, but uh, anyways, yeah, he he was calling it something else, and I remember when he said it each time he says it. He's just saying like basically like like cheap samurai tv show and is how he keeps putting it but i think it's like self-deprecating because i think maybe he is going for kurosawa but knows that there's a like that's that's like walking in a room and going hey everybody i'm um i'm doing a song like bohemian rap city right now it's like no you're not i'm gonna make the next citizen king <laughs> yeah <I> yeah exactly <laughs> exactly and and right. so so i i think he's coming at it from a bit of like you know hey i i know my lane kind of so i'm not trying to say i'm that and i'm not trying to promise that but i do think it's, it's going more in that that route and and he's done it before in a in a television show called star wars the clone wars he he did cool. um actual like like a kira kurosawa thing and when it started like you know how there's the a long time ago text well, that usually has like a like a little like message. This one, it was red. I think it was red on that one, and it said in tribute to uh, to Akira Kurosawa, and like and that one was like seven samurai in twenty two minutes. So he's done. I would say Star Wars studies on it already, if you will. You know, it's ha that's already happened the, with him. The downside. I have a buddy who lives in Japan. You know, and he's been with the. Uh, he's probably gonna get married there soon enough. And mm -hmm. you know, we were talking about you know especially with his 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 uh, fiance who's like she's japanese and it was this whole thing about how like they they put all their money into cartoons and live actions like a goof to them which is kind mm -hmm. of a shame because it's like you can't you know you kind of would would like to see uh, there has to be a japanese director who can you know 
put in a bit that Kurosawa versus you know just some guy in America who's like we know Lucas leaned into it kind of thing, right? Like, mm -hmm. but they're kind of it, it's they're mostly animators. Like, so you'd need if you're gonna do a Star Wars animated film, I just don't think you can do a Star Wars animated film 2D and appease the fans. I think the fans. I don't know, man. I just think they think everything should look like the Clone Wars or like Survivor. I think, I think it yeah, gets lost I, for them. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, th that's that's where Unless with it was with, super anime with yeah. with uh with with, with Star Wars in, in particular. It's like I. That's why I just always think it's important that fans do their best to grade something on its own terms, like. I wouldn't go and fucking put on the Ewok adventure, a TV movie from 1984 on ABC, I think, and then be like, Oh, this is fucking not Kurosawa. You know what I mean? Like that would, that's ridiculous. And that's where, when it comes to like, what are the creators going for? What are they aiming for? And, but I, w I would like somebody working on star Wars to try to do something as involved like I always love in, in Seven Samurai that like it's kind of filmed in order with the seasons and like it changes. Now I didn't notice this the first time I saw it. It was pointed pointed out to me later on when I rewatched it. I was like, that's that's amazing. And um, you know, it, as it goes on, like the uh, the uh, seasons like turn stuff like that. Like it, it's 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 nice. There's like a, a level of detail in the like narrative that's that makes it highly rewatchable. And that's the thing that Star Wars, when it's working it's highly rewatchable, re something that you'll go back to. And when it, uh, we do need, like, I think like these visual effects movies to start to like step up a little bit on that front. Like we hit this, this point in where in reality we can bring back Indiana Jones and make him, you know, 35 again or something. And we can do all of this amazing stuff, but they're really not doing amazing stuff. They're doing amazing like gimmicks, amazing spectacle, um well, but the, there's not I really like you, like on that problems, front yeah the problem is is they it's a it's a product of breaking up the visual effects industry to the lowest bidder yeah you know so then and those people can't <coughs> maintain talent because they fold you know mm -hmm. and then they prop back up as six or seven other little houses and you know, unfortunately, I believe like Lucas was right in investing in his own visual effects company that primarily did his own movies. You mm -hmm. know, the ILM and, and ILM there, Marvel Studios should be investing in their own visual effects studio that, I mean, even internationally, God. that is just working on their shit. And, and I know like the CEOs probably cough up thinking about the money they're spending on that, but think about what you're making back. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and, and you could stop from rebuilding assets that like you don't need to rebuild, you know, like a lot of these, the, the dirty little secret about a lot of these Marvel films is even in the same movie, sometimes a different studio has to remake the same thing that was already built because that's the, the one studio owns the piece of tech or the prop or the model or the technique process that the other one can't use. And right. it's like, how is that, how is that saving money or time? Like that doesn't make any sense. So I, I don't hope. I, I don't know if, if it's changed like, like, like a lot, but uh, one time somebody from ILM was showing me a movie. I'm not, I'm not going to be specific just to, just to, for whatever, just be safe. Radio but, murders. Okay. No, no. They were showing me a visual effects movie that all of you have seen before. That's not star Wars that ILM was doing okay. the visual effects for. And then they were showing me the, the uh, same exact shot from India. 
that they bought. And they were basically paying visual effects people in India to do the shot. Then they would look at it and go, oh, we can make that like a, like a little bit better. And like a lot of, some of the times, I'll be honest, I couldn't really tell the difference. Not on, not on an iPad anyways. And, and it's like, like the amount of like waste that they do. And it's like how they, how they go forward with things. It's, it's, it's a wacky ass industry. And I went and saw guardians again. I saw it in 3d. It took my, my son to see it. He decided he wanted to see it. And uh, so I took him to see it. And by the way, I, I liked it all, uh, a hell of a lot better on my second viewing and in 3d. And it didn't look, the movie didn't look, the movie looked better in 3d than it did on my 2d screening. So Told I recommend you, it in 3d. Was good, huh? Oh yeah, yeah, it was fine. I mean, it was it was you know it wasn't like oh my god, like this is a three D spectacle, like on right. like something I've ever seen before. But things like uh, like you know how like all of the people have like different spacesuits with like they had different colors and stuff. Yeah, I, I saw what they were going for, but on the screening I saw maybe it was a theater. I have a pretty good theater though, so I don't know. But I was like, this just looks kind of like like it just looks kind of dim. Like like they're going for this vibrant color kind of thing, and I'm like, this doesn't really like look great. But when I saw it in 3D, it, it did what, what the color was supposed to do. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll take it in 3D. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. That's why I only want to see 3D uh, on a laser projected theater, you know, just yeah. to make sure the colors are there and the light is there. You know, like once you right. remove the bulbs, it all looks great. But yeah. I just can't trust any of these students, even on 2D screens, to function with a properly lit bulb. They're running things so cheap, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So and I and I always like the theater I go to that has that projection set up. I don't eat in the theater because I still wear a mask. I'm that guy. But mm -hmm. uh, on my way out, I buy some snacks to support the theater and then eat it in my car yeah. on the way home. You know. What do you call it? Uh, uh, you know, Cerritos Mall. You ever, you ever been there? Mm -hmm. You know, Cerritos Mall. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Like 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 they used to have the theater outside, right? They actually built a Harkins in like a, alongside the actual mall that's like connected to it now, and uh, it's it's really good. It's like a really really good theater. It um, I don't go to Irvine Irvine Spectrum anymore because I'm like it's it's identical, you know, in terms of quality, and I and I don't want to drive to L.A. So I go I go to the the, the Cerritos Mall now, and it's pretty good. It's a pretty good theater. But uh, but anyways, yeah, I enjoyed enjoyed the uh, the movie a little bit more. I will say, th like some of the things uh, that we talked about on our on our, our review of that movie, though, like we see like two of the raccoons. It feels that shit was sh was shoehorned in. I, I I still stand by my point on that one, and um, uh, uh, that fucking like big like like I I don't know what I'm missing here, and I know because you told me. But that fucking all of those people living on that thing together. Like on that skull thing or whatever, like in that movie, something about the edit it does not read to me. Maybe I'm just stupid, and I believe I know you're right. I'm not saying that you're you're wrong. I like like that's what that is. But like as I'm watching it, I'm just like I don't know how they expected like the general audience that's not like all at Marvel's butt to like follow that on there. I don't know where, where I was supposed to have learned it. Did, did I did I learn that in a previous film or something? And I don't remember. But I, I liked it a lot. I mean, I liked it like a, a lot more, but a couple of things on it like stood out to me. I was like, I still don't, that still doesn't read right. But, um, but once again, enjoyed it a lot more. And then uh, let's talk about Star Wars really quickly because that's what this is supposed to be about. Um, Bespin Bulletin did um, an article based off of a line from one of my previous articles. And uh, you could read the full article. I don't think I'm going to read his speculation article here because it's kind of just reiterating. But basically, I know from sources that 
part of one of the one of the the worlds one of the locations that that they filmed on was called the nodian highlands so the highlands on a planet called nodia i'm assuming but nodian is what is what i was told excuse me so so anyways in his in his art he did the speculation article today and it's very clearly um speculation and uh, you could go on reddit and see people going like oh i guess bespin bulletin needs some headline news today and it's just like he's writing an article, you know, he's simply, but the Nodian Highlands and uh, the uh, thing. And the reason why I'm actually like bringing this up today is because that is a world that it, that they will go to Nodia. I'm going to guess it's Nodia and they're, go they're, they're going to go there. But there's a couple of things that pop up in this in this article that I think will get misconstrued over time to the the dummies, to be honest with you. Is it? And that's that. I don't. <laughs> what? Jason, do the Duros live on Nodia, but the Nemodians live on Durian? No, they live on like, Kato. No, they live on Kato Nemodia. <laughs> but yeah, big difference. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know how the audience is going to get that, but all right. <laughs> but but all, all yeah no, but this is this is like a like a new place that's not known okay. to the general Star Wars like galaxy. And uh, but there's like things like like I and I, I reiterate these things in my articles, like where I don't know if Morgan Elsbeth Morgan Elsbeth is building a giant ship or a fleet or what, but she's building something with that war machine to go and get them. And there's there's like a reason for it. And uh, and I've been like super clear that I do think she, I do think she's building a giant ship, a giant vessel. Maybe even maybe it's even big enough. I don't know how big it is. Maybe it's big enough to bring the whole fucking seventh fleet or whatever Thrawn's shit is called back with him. But I've also I also know that Thrawn's uh, Chimera uh, bridge and him like being on it happens in the show. So why doesn't Thrawn just get his ass on his ship and fly back? I'm guessing that there's a reason for it. There's there's something about about the geography that makes it where he can't. And so, so something's gonna gonna be going on there, but I don't pretend to understand the logistics of that issue in the in the story, and the people that are working on it. Honestly, they don't fucking understand it either, because it's probably going to be really clear through a visual effect moment. You know what I mean? Like, imagine playing Jedi Survivor and trying to explain uh, Tantalor to somebody, uh, which did happen to me months ago. Somebody tried to explain Tantalor to me, and I was just like, okay, I kind of get it. But when you see it in the game with the visual effect, you're like, oh, yeah, this makes complete sense. It's very easy, you know? So I think that's where we're at with that, with that kind of thing. But the Nodian Highlands are where a, a big action sequence with lightsaber fights and all that stuff is going to happen. Now, the thing that I don't know, is that the place that Thrawn and Ezra went to initially? Or is this like one location in a series of locations that it they will go to in the Ahsoka story as it goes on? Like theoretically, they go to the to, to new planet where Thrawn and Ezra ended up. They fly out with Ezra and are shot down on the Nodian on this over this planet called Nodia. And now that's where the story takes place for that part of the story. I I, I don't know. That's that's something that I don't have the answer to at, at this time. So um, when it comes out, I'm going to get to endure a bunch of people who read fucking bullet-pointed bullshit, don't read my article, 
or get the information secondhand from Bespin Bulletin on Reddit and then say, yeah, I'm an idiot. Yeah, that's that's, that's right. sorry, sorry. That's well, no, I mean, but it's just like those 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 people and the people who just let those people exist, like unchecked, is why a lot of Star Wars news is being held at bay at the moment because nobody nobody wants to deal with the fucking headache of the of that shit. Like if you know if we don't. When I say police, I mean this like in the nice way, in the good way. But if you don't like, if you're a part of like an online community and you just let dumbasses say stupid shit on check like that without any like correction, then it just makes the people who bring you the stuff not want to do it. Like that's, that's just the fact. Like I got, I got little tidbits here and there that I think are interesting, but I don't want to deal with the fucking, like it's, it's not worth it to me either uh, through the headache or financially to go and deal with it uh it's not worth it so it's just like you know you, but that's that's what we make are you implying that santa doesn't defend you enough online yes specifically saying? santa claus not star wars that's santa the real santa claus um <laughs> no, but it's, real it's uh, one. yeah i mean it, it's like i'm you know i'm <laughs> no i mean like uh when when you you know you hear things like word of mouth like if i was sitting there watching this shit and then reporting it and like it would be a different issue or a different kind of uh, re- reporting style would, would be put into to play than what we have. What we what I have to work with are credible people working on the productions and everything ends up becoming word of mouth. So, yeah, and, I would, and as a true, uh, today I was thinking about this. As a true says, when MSW Investment Bulletin don't release report, it equals no leaks. And uh, right now, we are going into, in reality, like the quietest period um, with the writer strike, director strike, very highly likely to happen. And um, productions aren't, you know, aren't really moving super fast. And I was thinking about this. I'm like, either at the very tail end of Andor and Acolyte with no showrunners, like shit just starts leaking out everywhere. Or right, which could happen, and people could get sick of shit. People could be mad about what's going on, and you know, there's all kinds of reasons 100%. that it that that could happen, but that hasn't happened yet, at least not on my end. And um, so with that right there, I would imagine any day now, a bunch of people following the next snake oil salesman. Oh, when they, when they're gonna tell you what you want, and they're gonna be the people on Reddit going, "We're gonna eat good tonight." There's always a guy who likes to say that about fake shit. I always laugh. I'm always like, you fucking Kathleen Kennedy gonna lose her job because of the strike. It's gonna yeah. happen. It's gonna happen. <laughs> it's a little Tracy but... Morgan. All right. <laughs> I love yeah. Tracy Morgan. <laughs> yeah, I miss Tracy Morgan being okay. yeah. being prolific. But anyways, uh yeah. So so but like as Bespin says, this is purely speculation. He wrote a speculation piece based off of his thoughts. And I, was, I wanted him on to like share his ideas, but he, you know he's he's too good for us today. You know, too good for us. He's got got too much important shit going on, I guess. So whatever, Bespin Bulletin, fucking phony ass bitch. Um, <laughs> I, point point being though is uh yeah is that it is I don't know what Morgan Elsbeth is 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 building or why she has to do this stuff. I don't know how much of the extraction of Thrawn back to the core is a timing thing and how much of it isn't. I mean, and 
I am very certain that that's what's going to go on, but I'm also open to the possibility just based off of my own notes and going source could be a little bit off source could be misinterpreting and stuff like that. Always a fucking chance that it she's building the military apparatus for Thrawn's return. And he's just been waiting, like staying out of the, out of the mix for the, for the right moment to like strike that could end up being the story too. That's not what I think is the story. For, for the record, because sources haven't said as much, but I'm I've all, I've also looked at it and being like, that's a little more streamlined. That makes a little bit more sense. You know, it's it's um, it's completely completely possible that he would wait for a for the new republic to wait to kind of fall into a bit of a lull of, of comfort before he strikes, and and it could be both of those things at the same time too. At the at the end of the day, that's completely within character. In universe, it makes sense. What they're setting up in Mando 3, it makes sense. So it does seem plausible to me. So I'm I'm open to, to any of these things. But what I have, I guess, cataloged, you, you could say, or what did the people making it think they were making? And that's what they that's what they think they're making. That's how they think this goes. So, you know, it's uh it, it's that's part of like, you know, like the more like macro story of it all. And, but in actuality, like what we're going to have is, is I think how it's going to feel is two friends, Sabine and Ahsoka are not getting, I, I think reinforcements from the, the uh, new Republic. They have to do this thing on their own. They go out to get their friend. Meanwhile, the bad guys are doing this same exact thing. And then they kind of intertwine and the good guys need to stop the bad guys. The good guys fail. The bad guys return. The good guys have a win. I think that they bring their friend back. They bring back Ezra Bridger. And uh, so, you know, it's an, and, and in the, that aftermath, that's an interesting, like, that's an interesting place to be because Luke Skywalker exists at this time. And now Ezra exists at this time. They're both alive, as far as I know. Ezra lives, and uh, so that they're they're both alive, and so that right there is a that that makes for something interesting to happen. Luke's never met that we know of besides Ahsoka, who's a, a, a Jedi quitter. Uh, he never meets like a, another person with his same goal. So Luke and Ezra Bridger may become partners going forward. You know, Ezra may be the one, maybe like Should the. Have <laughs> Should have called him Ezra, Ezra Quitter. Well, he you know, he didn't quit. That was that was Ahsoka. Oh, she, yeah, she's the quitter. But then she keeps getting shows. I don't know. She quits. Keeps getting shows. I don't know, man. I think it's like Office Space. You know, she's like, yeah, I just don't care. You know. And then they're like, give her a show. Quiet quits. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So so like like th those are some of the places because uh, because I was trying to think like <clears throat> everything based off of just what I I've heard and what I think is going to happen. It's like, I, I don't really think there's going to be another season of Ahsoka before the Filoni film. I don't think that's where this is likely to go, but everybody, what well, everyone who was working on it though, was always like, are we going to get a season two? But they were like very clear to me several. I mean, like, like, like almost Almost all my fingers, uh, people have told me it was Storm Storm Crow season one, like it was literally like it had that, like 
when they were doing Kenobi, it didn't say Kenobi season one. You know what I mean? It, it didn't. It, it didn't say Joshua Tree season one. Like with this, they very clearly wanted it to be multiple seasons, but also there was there was never any um, anything that said, "Oh, this is season two is going to start filming at this point." Um, when the one of the other productions that was like set up, one of the like little companies that was set up to run a, a show around the time of when Mando Four should film, has there's no indications that that itself is Stormcrow season two either. So it's it's definitely it's definitely interesting. But but what could they do with an Ahsoka season two? And what I just said would you would have Ahsoka theoretically in in all likelihood bringing Ezra Bridger to Luke Skywalker and being like you guys need to meet. And at some point Ahsoka would have to come to terms with the fact that she walked away from the Jedi Order when they turned on her for politics and a republic that fell when they were all manipulated by Palpatine and that when she did it she did the right thing. She she refused to be a, a, a tool of that apparatus. But by all indications, the character of Ahsoka is a Jedi at, at heart and, and intellectually and spiritually. So if you have Luke Skywalker and you have Ezra Bridger being Jedi, every, her problems with the Jedi Order are kind of wiped clean in that moment. I don't see why she'd be like, nah, fuck those guys. I quit. I quit for these reasons and then put that on them. If anything, this would be the thing that would bring her back into a fold. So it may go that way. And why wouldn't they do that in a Filoni film? You think probably because they're doing because well, because they're doing it in the Mangold film. You, you don't want two films of that, right? So maybe that's, see, that's what the, the next thing. season could be. I don't know. Mm -hmm. yeah that's the that's that's the downside to the man's goal i mean not, i won't say downside because i could care less one way or the other it's a bad timing i know a it. lot of folks i know a lot of folks want to see the luke jedi academy <laughs> series and how that went you know yeah but it's like i don't see how you run that plus a man goal film that's setting up the first order plus the support the soc ray thing that could be doing that again on some level right mm -hmm. like that would be three. It would be. If you want if you want variety. That's not variety. But know? but also, also for what it's worth, um, you could you could find themes and motifs that all of these things end up sharing. It's like the powers that be at Lucasfilm do get obsessed with their own with their with certain things, and it becomes like all of the stories uh, have the fucking theme with that without Princess Leia hope shit. You'll, you'll see that in all of it. All hope comes up in every fucking one of those things. And then you like down to, to more stupid shit. Like, oh, he's a, he's a bad robot. He's an evil robot with a personality, but bad this robot. spin, yeah, but this spin is different than that spin, which is different. So it's just like, it ends up kind of, kind of coming at it from like completely different, different angles. Like in my opinion, if you were going to do like man, the man gold film, I don't think is about starting the cult necessarily the, the the jedi itself i think it's going to be about like probably like the person who's like what did i just do i i feel this this thing pulling me and then like they'll probably do some sort Not of a cult, jason 
Yeah. Bohemian Grove. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but you know, tunes coming. I'm I'm gonna debut the Man's Gold tune when indie hits. By the way, <laughs> so we're gonna. I have a feeling Man's Gold's gonna. Uh, well, I'll have to come up with a name so he doesn't fucking sue me. But you yeah. know, like Man Man Silver. I don't know Man's Colonial Silver. Like I don't. That doesn't have the same ring, but you, you get it. Yeah. So Man Man's Gobot. I don't know something. But um, we gotta work on a name. But. <laughs> Right. If I put a Z in it, I don't think, you know, if, if it's bad, if can it, we be, can, if, if Indiana Jones five sucks, can we be, um, man gold star families? No, too close. Okay. What if it's got the umlauts like spinal tap? People forget spinal tap has the umlauts. They don't, mm-hmm. it's, Funeral tap, I think. Funeral <laughs> tap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it has those fucking umlauts that no one ever. It makes me think of him. like it's on that huge. that 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 same level of stupid is um Bill S. Preston Esquire in, in fucking yeah. Bill and Ted. He's a lawyer. It's like what? Yeah. <laughs> it's so oh, good. I got in so much fucking trouble once at a at a convention I was at like in two thousand five. Because right. I was bored, <laughs> I just put Esquire on my shit. I thought it was funny, you know, right. like drew little Bill and Ted's. And some fucking lawyer read my ass over. You know, I mean, lawyer. I'm like, it's fucking Bill and Ted's, dude. Look, I even drew a Bill and okay, whatever. Yeah, like a wild sign. Yeah. Yes, but you know, L.A. L.A. You know, a grieved lawyer may as well. Yeah. May as well could throw a quarter and hit. You know, hit fifteen of them. Farm boy says Ezra weren't ever knighted, was he? And I say I don't think he was actually like like knighted, no. And and I, I would even say like his his thing where he wins that battle with the with and does the the purgle thing, uh, that that was a pretty good Jedi trial, if you will. Like for considering Obi Wan Kenobi got knighted for killing Darth Maul, doing this big thing in the context of uh, of high pressure or whatever. And uh, so I would imagine, like, I would imagine, like, knighted. you would be. Yeah, he got knighted because Darth Maul stood there and got killed. Like, it was ridiculous when it happened. It was just... There was a way you could have done it where he could have just used the force and got him from behind <coughs> and pulled the saber through him, you know, like, did a hey. cheap behind, stab him in the back. But no, who would know? Everybody right? cheered in the theater every time. Yeah, until the fucking third film when he starts making a big deal about the fucking high ground, and I'm like, you, Darth no, Maul no. had the high ground, you loser. Rob, like, Rob, <laughs> Rob, Rob, you're, you're see right there, you're misunderstanding it. It's not high ground doesn't give you necessarily an advantage. It's an advantage between Obi Wan and Anakin because Obi Wan taught him. So there is only one solution, and Anakin or Obi Wan knows what. It. He taught him to not stand there when someone comes flying at you. Like, like well, but, but, <laughs> but, but he that's, stood there when Anakin came flying at him. I don't understand how he learned that. You know, like, but that that that's the. Uh, I'm the sure there was in a Dark Horse comic somewhere. I didn't read. No, it was early no, it's it just a Rogue Planet. I read that. Like, it's like, <laughs> when you when you when you look at like the opening of like Revenge of the Sith uh, from the from Attack of the Clones. Anakin goes in together. They're not synced, and when we get to Revenge of the Sith, we see that they are now working as a team in harmony every single thing that that they do in their ships to their lightsaber fights is completely like is is together and but 
that so right there we're, we're just from the visual language of the film we see anakin and obi-wan kenobi um they know what each other's thinking all the time so he tells them he's just like you can't do it man like he's telling, like literally telling him don't do that one move i'm the master you're going to get fucked up and he does the move because he he's arrogant at that point he thinks his new power but is going to take that over yeah, Lucas mm-hmm. and I chat often, Jason. And, and, right, know, I know. He told I've me heard. that you don't need the words. You just got to like look at it. And if I just look at it, Darth Maul's at the top. Obi-Wan's on the bottom. Obi-Wan wins. Right. You know, Anakin should have won that fight. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it doesn't rhyme. It's supposed to yeah. rhyme. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's more like spoken word. Hey, BMA Joe Joe says, were Ezra and Thrawn definitely in the same location? That must must have been a very awkward nine years, laugh out loud. No, that's one of the things that I had gleaned is that at some point before the show begins, they have already gone there like separate separate ways. And and I have questions about that myself. Like, what does that mean? Like, was was as you know, was Ezra and Thrawn, have they been having their own little Star Wars out here for nine years? Have they seen each other since they went their own ways? Like, what what's the uh, the uh, deal there? You know, and, and I don't know. It, it's not it's not immediately clear. My um, I've asked that about that a lot of times, and I haven't got like a really good answer. And then, like, I the, suspect the... <coughs> it could very well be something that isn't even addressed. It might not be, yeah. It it, it may right. they may just be in their own separate places when it you know as we 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 get there and like you know the, just implication you know obviously they they didn't they didn't team up because you would end up like if they stuck together you would have almost probably had like I like this this old movie called Enemy Mine. You ever see that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, Louis great Gossett movie. Junior, yeah, Dennis Quaid, the poor man's Kurt Russell. Yeah, they have a baby. They have a baby together. Um, but uh. Yeah, they're, yeah, they basically they end up marooned on a, on on this like moon, and it's dangerous, and they kind of like have to team up and become friends. They're, they set aside their like differences as warriors, and they end up becoming like sort of like best friends on this moon. And um, over time, like you know, they get down to like up at a primal level. They're just people. That's kind of like the takeaway, I guess. Well, you would have to end up with that kind of story, and then you would probably would end up with like Thrawn not wanting to come back and like take over the fucking Republic. Be, you know what I mean? He would be like he would be changed by Ezra, or Ezra would be changed by him, and Ezra would be like right there, ready to go take on the uh, New Republic with him. So, uh, so I it, it doesn't go that way though, obviously. So, yeah, and then like like Jonesy points out about the the Mangold movie takes place twenty five thousand years before Episode Four. And it's about the discovery of the forest. We're going to see the first Jedi to ever wield the forest. A lot of opportunity to go really deep. Yeah, there's there's like a, a lot of opportunity to go minimalistic, and then obviously to take it into some insane places. As they the people that would learn would learn how to wield it first would likely be just super adept at it, like like naturally, but also like in the dark about a lot of it. So there's a lot of like room for opportunity. There's a lot of room for it to be, uh, you know, obviously it's still Star Wars, and so there would be some on the backdrop of some kind of war that these people are discovering this with this person, and um, you know, maybe the first Skywalker itself, if you will. And uh, so, yeah, I, I I can see doing these movies and having this era sort of have a unifying theme without these things all being um, 
here's what it looks like when we do it on Disney Plus 25,000 years later. Like, I don't think they would be that fucking lazy. They, they've never have. They've never been that, like, overtly just like, we got one idea and we're just going to keep doing that one idea that way. They, they always try to have, like, an, an interesting twist on it. But the um, thing about the, the Luke Skywalker era now, in my opinion, is if that movie is 15 years after episode nine and it's about Ray had some problems getting a Jedi order set up because the galaxy is like, we don't want it. That that's kind of what, what's happened. It sounds like her grant proposal wasn't funded. And so she's having to figure out how she's going to do this, this on, on her, her own. Whereas when we see Luke Skywalker, the Republic, it looks like gave him some really fancy robots to start buildings, buildings out of rocks and stuff. And so he's getting funded and she's not. And so there's, so like that right there just almost makes like completely different things, but also makes Luke Skywalker in a weird way. Um, having like some sort of a debt to a political body, which is making the same mistake, but politics don't destroy his, but we do know his gets, his gets destroyed by Kylo. And it's just a really quick rehash of the last star Wars trilogy in that front on that, on that, that motif. So I'm not sure how deep you would want to go on the Luke one. I don't know. I I don't. You'd have to. You'd have to really like. You'd have to fill it up with characters like Ezra and stuff. And that's where I think. That's why I think it's possible that we do get some of that. But I I don't. I hate the name Jedi Academy, and they're using that for the Luke one and the Ray one. <laughs> and I, I just like yeah, it. Just I sounds like I told like, you it's like, gonna be confusing, bro. Uh, well. Yeah, it's like it's like the you know a Jedi temple, and they're like monks, and these academy makes it sound like oh I got, I got accepted, you know, Dad, can I have tuition to go to Luke Skywalker's Jedi Academy? You know, it's like I don't know, <coughs> but but uh, the uh, Ray one would obviously be the one where I think you would deal with like the, the um, majority of that and. I know everybody just goes, Luke Skywalker, I want that. But you know what? We kind of skipped ahead because of the realities of time. We wanted Luke Skywalker to come back in a sequel trilogy when he was in his 60s. And so this is what we got because of that real life issue. And um, so I'm not so sure if that that story, the, the, the Luke version of it is the most interesting one to like tell at, at the moment. Especially when you were getting into the first Jedi, and then how does Ray do it? You know, but but if you make them all completely different hurdles and different challenges and different takes on the same thing in the end, uh, th there's a chance you know two or three work. Feel Whatever like uh, the day they f they realize the Star Wars comics aren't selling, they're gonna scrap them all and move it to just one Luca. You know, like they'll focus on one big thing like that <coughs> to all just do the luke luke jedi academy well we know it's there's plenty of right for stories because it's a 10-year period and that's enough to sustain the star wars blah 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 but you know because i don't see them i don't see them doing a series with deep faking mark hamill I, I see them saving that for the movies the whole you know i mean or an occasional season ender or rando cameo to pump up the views on a on a on a show you know but yeah. if you, you 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 throw that one out if you have a whole series coming then people just get tired of them right you know? right 
Bumbo Jumbo says there's a Rebels episode with Zeb and Agent Callus that steals a lot from Enemy Mine. Yep, 100%. And then, and this is a question I've had too. Um, the, the, the Nodian Highlands, like when they were filming, uh, also this ties into a question Aria DM'd me. And it's like, where did they film it? And they filmed it in Southern California, um, in El Segundo, Manhattan Beach sets. And they, they built high grass. They, they they put like they built the sets with like high grass like plants and then like a little stage on top of it so it would like come through and stuff and um so big tall grass and um like I, I know like like one of the days that's where um Sabine Ezra and Ahsoka are like I think hiding in that grass when the um like undead troopers start to surround them like in a big circle and Shin shows up. And then there's like a lightsaber fight and everything with the stormtroopers going off. And so it, it, it sounds, it sounds cool, but, but yeah, we, we may have seen it before, but I think most of the stuff we've seen in the trailers was, was uh new Republic stuff from the first four episodes. And then after that, it's, it's like Ahsoka going to that Jedi um, temple to that old one. So hard to say, but, but, maybe and um yeah and balon and shin at least twice in this area yeah and and the thing about balon and and shin is i first when i first learned of them it was already like when they were going forth ron now i've learned that if those two characters are at like are in the whole series i think thron may only be on like the middle of the series to the back end and but shin and um Balon are are throughout so <clears throat> and so we, we we'll see and then um as the truth says that deadline keeps calling it star wars new jedi order movies yeah and i also have to say like i'm not a big fan of lucasfilm clearly knows that they are going to be making star wars content after all of us are dead so if they call anything New Jedi Order, just like New Republic, that sounds stupid. And it's going to sound stupid over the long term. When we get into the Republic getting destroyed after Episode 9 again someday, and then a Republic comes after that, which one's the new one? It's like they, they need to start giving it a different name. New isn't... isn't good enough it's it's actually really lazy and a holdover from the expanded universe content when people were just doing their best but everything was less than stellar and the word new does not belong in anything unless it's new what york about, or something what, <laughs> you what know? about jedi order rising yeah no no that, that's well no, no that's that's not what they would call it in universe though oh, oh, they oh, they would call it like the skywalker jedi order i i don't like that that's not what i'm suggesting they do but it would be something like that it would be the skywalkers right yeah like like in context the galactic empire retroactively would would be called the Sidious Empire or the Palpatine Empire when another empire when the first you know what I mean like you, you keep going like into these things where Star Wars is going to repeat ideas over and over you can't have the word new because contextually it becomes really stupid when somebody in a story taking place 25,000 years after episode 9 well, calls that the new republic <laughs> it's the it's, oldest it's, shit in the galaxy yeah but when you're when you're in the old republic storylines they're not calling it the old republic when it's new 
right? Like no, no, no. There, no. Lucas is smart enough to not do that. But the Lucasfilm, the current brass, are calling the the New Republic the New Republic because that's all that's what they were used to calling it in the nineties. But that's know, the not way they can get around it though. Jason is they just mm-hmm. jump to like a thousand years in the future. And yeah. then Je- the new Jedi Order that Ray ran is the old Jedi Order. It's called the old Jedi Order, <laughs> right? But but once again, it's all it's all, it's all perspective. It's, it's, it's no, old no, to the people in that story. It's the it's the uh, same issue. Yeah, you call it you call it the old Jedi. Well, do you mean the old Ray Jedi? Do you mean the old Jedi from from Luke Skywalker from Obi Wan Kenobi's era? Do you mean the ones from the Mangold film twenty five thousand years before Episode Four? Like that's why they need to come up Maybe. with. With with beautiful sounding good names, you know, like some maybe science fiction call it, shot. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll call it like Jedi eighty nine, like how we talk about Batman. Movies, okay, right? Like, like for instance, <laughs> named the it year w- it started. When the Empire attacks the New Republic, would be shit to call it the New Empire attacking the New Republic. What they would call it in universe would be the Thrawn Empire, maybe something like that. Things that like would ground it to a character or an event, um, but you can't use the word new and old. And like in series, in context, yeah, Obi-Wan Kenobi would call it the old Republic. Like he would, you know what I mean? He might say that word. Um, But when he said the old Republic, he also meant just the straight up Republic, didn't he? And so, which once again proves why it is a bad idea to use new or old when talking about huge political bodies in an era in star wars because it just gets confusingly stupid sounds wrong and um and over time it reveals how much of a rehash everything is (laughs) you you just that's why they don't want to call any that's why episode 10 when it does happen not sure so sure they're gonna go episode 10 other than the fact that like episode x looks fucking badass to some mountain dew kids you know but um, episode, they definitely won't want to call anything. They won't want to call something episode 13. They won't should, want to for marketing reasons. They won't want to. We should put AI on this, Jason. Though mm-hmm. AI will figure out the name because Lucasfilm, they can't do it. They don't, you know, it's too <laughs> AI but, can do it, right? Right? Yeah, you know, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, true says Disney's new film plot is getting called Woke by Crazies, and they think because she worked for Disney, that's why she's she's doing it. You know, it's. yeah i they're honestly if those those types see anything that's not a white guy then it's woke and it is what it is i i would i would say when you really get down to it like in reality in and i'm not not their reality this their their political landscape where they want a reason to justify some other made-up shit i mean in reality Disney, what Disney does is literally the bare minimum of being forward whatsoever. It's usually lazy. Um, and, uh, it's just like, it's very checkboxed in that, that, that way. And I can understand if people were like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, so-and-so shit in the movie because they just got it because of a checkbox. But once again, um, it doesn't fucking matter with star Wars because the, the, the the acting ceiling really isn't that high, but I know guys who only watch Marvel and Star Wars movies don't know what the fuck I'm talking about right now. They just have no clue, and it's I have no it's, clue. You know, shut up. You know, you watch, <laughs> you watch. You, but um, <laughs> I watched some anime. I watched some. I watched a little Blue Block the other day. <laughs> oh, if you, if you ever want to see soccer, 
mixed with battle royale, but they don't actually kill people. Yeah. But they 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 sort of like because you know the Japanese are big on shame and like status, right? Mm-hmm. Like it it's about I don't want to ruin it, but yeah, it's about that. Like supplement supplement death for like outcast, you know, like in a way, like it's interesting, interesting take. It's totally absurd anime, but it's fun to watch. If you want to see a show where you learn all the wrong lessons, this is the one. <laughs> like I had hoped Boba Fett would have been one of those shows where, you know, he's learned all the wrong lessons. Yeah. You know, and maybe the the end of the show is writing that wrong and learning the right lessons, right? Go in reverse. I, you know? I was thinking about our conversation from the we can't forget to talk about Indy today, by the way. But um I I uh I was thinking about our last conversation about Boba and I was just like, Yeah, I I the first season's not perfect, but a second season might be a chance to like fix it, you know. I, I honestly like with Boba, you know where they should take it. If I were doing it, where I would take it, I would go Breaking Bad, in the sense that it like not Breaking Bad the series necessarily, but in this in the sense that he's in a way trying to go straight. He's like the gangster who's like trying to get the family l- legitimate. This is Boba's version of that. But what if the dude can't? Like that's like more more interesting to me. What if he he does like you know? What if he is like through and through a a good villain, an antihero, but still like a villain? And what if you know trying to be that good guy, trying to fucking you know? What if sitting on a throne in Java's palace and um you know giving his 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 you know ideas about who's guilty on Tatooine over a water dispute? Maybe that's not really him in the end. Maybe he's gonna hate that. And so that, that's that's where I would maybe maybe start it to move it into someplace else. Well, it needs a certain crisis of conscience, right? Yeah. And that's what yeah. Walter White had the cancer and his ego would uh, would not allow him, you know, he never he never dealt with <coughs> trauma and his, you know, his his way of dealing with that now is to reject and to take control, right? Like I don't yeah. need help. I'll do this on my own. And that's the lesson to learn there, but that that requires a real character centric, like writing, less about less about moving items around a shuffleboard, right? To end up in the spot you want them to be to set up something else like that, yeah, right? Or to have the possibility of setting up something else because these these characters are forever, so you know you can't tell anything meaningful, which is a bullshit fucking yeah, take, that's what I'm yeah. But that, kill them that if is you have to happen. So kill, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, so I'm with you, kill. Kill everyone in that fucking show, like first episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, have them, have them either by choice or force lose everything, and then, or what if the fucking New Republic shows up? What if fucking, um, you know, the X Wing show up to arrest him? He's probably right. he's done some shit. He's a stone he's, cold killer. Well, I mean, he he literally worked for Darth Vader to you know. Get yeah. a, a general of the new of the rebellion taken away from the fight. I mean, right. I don't, I don't know if you get to just go on. I mean, we see all these people getting like like reappropriated. W- what about Boba Fett? You know what I mean? He's a criminal. So, so, anyways, yeah, there, there's like a lot that that could could be done with somebody who's really inspired. You know, and on a side note, on a Breaking Bad side note, I was thinking about Breaking Bad the other other day. I was like, you know what? What is pretty rad about Breaking Bad is when it first comes out, and and you haven't seen all the episodes. Um, 
the like the almost like the the promise and the like political undertone of it of the concept was what happens when society doesn't take care of its smartest people such as a school teacher and makes them live on a teacher's salary and then they are forced to go evil to to, to go bad for to take care of the things that they like love and it's like a right. really good point because if you don't take care of the smart people and you turn against them, then they end up leaking all your shit. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, but they, they end up like like going and like doing, you know, becoming what you don't want. They end up becoming counter to you. And so that was just the idea of Breaking Bad when it came out or when it for very first like started and when it was like probably probably like the elevator pitch for it, if you will. And then but when you get down to it, like very quickly, the premise grows into like Walt, that's his excuse almost. But then like Walt's a completely different sociopath. And like it moves in and he does and it, it grows. So it's like, well, it's wow, awesome. it almost has, it has like two, the premise has two good ones though. That's what's amazing about it. The one that it kind of like pretends to be and then what it, what it actually is when the story is holistically right. told. And that one, the one, the one that it goes to is also what I, I put into the category of what happens when you win the lotto? Like everyone goes, if I got a little money, I would do this, right? Two chicks at the same time, man. You know, this guy got a lot of money. Yeah. Look how it changes you, right? Look what power does to someone, right? Or perceived power. Like, he had he had perceived power. His, at any point, his wife could have killed him in his sleep. He didn't have that much power. You know, when you think about it, it's just this, he had this perception of power in his yeah. own mind that he built up, you know? And so, like... They get really horny on that show when when they start, and both of them, in the, the uh, spinoff, too. That's why the the uh, the uh, woman from the, from the spinoff, so much better than the wife. The wife was boring. The other girl got 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 horny about it too. Remember that? That was good. I guess because she she cheated on him with with the. Uh, no, the what, what 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 was the wife in Breaking Bad? What was the what was the Breaking Wife wife? What was her name? Like Skyler. Like she's Skylar. Skylar sucks. Like Skylar, like she. I, I don't agree with that. Like, but 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 uh, they, they, Jimmy, they were, Jimmy, they were in an unhappy marriage. Okay. That yeah, should have ended years mm-hmm. ago, or or gone to therapy years ago, and so I like Jimmy's tail end of that. Jimmy's choice in women you, superior, superior. <laughs> it's a different relationship entirely. <laughs> but they but but they both go through the same like getting horny over over power and and crime to some degree. But Skyler never really was that into it. She's boring. But 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 she's I mean I mean no. <laughs> I mean, but she's a good foil, obviously, for the protagonist. You know what I mean? Like in that thing, like without her, the show doesn't work. I'm not. I'm just more joking about the. the I know, but that actress received a lot of shit from. Oh no, she shouldn't. No, she shouldn't have. No, she shouldn't have gotten shit for that. That was her. She she got shit for it because she was really good in the part. Like she was really doing like that role, fucking almost flawlessly. So that's that's why that happened. So hopefully she sees it as a roundabout pat on the back. Cause that's what it is. Like, like she's, she's, well, she's standing in the way of like, cause you do want Walt to, even though you hate him and he's terrible, you do want him to like succeed because he's, you know, you you follow him and you're interested in it. And yeah, they, 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 they talk, we're not going to spend a, it's not going to turn a breaking bad podcast, but like, it could, hey, they, we could they, do whatever they spent we want. a long time thinking about that. Like mm-hmm. Peter Gould, Gould and, 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 and <coughs> to a lesser extent, um, Vince Gilligan talked about, that at the end of the day, how they decided to write um, 
Kim, Kim Wexler, was in response to how they had wrote Skyler, right? Yeah. And so Skyler is very reactionary towards the last three seasons, or or like, hey, maybe her taking it out on her unborn kid probably didn't make her seem as a sympathetic character, right? Mm-hmm. Even though you you got to understand, like, if you were if you were in a relationship with a madman, what would you do? You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. you need some form of control. But but I think, like, that move would have worked brilliantly in Game of Thrones. But because it works now, we, we hold them to our society state, right? Because it's, it's very mm-hmm. medieval, that whole Breaking Bad. So, you know, you got different kingdoms and you got, like, a, a farmer mm-hmm. who becomes, like, a underground lord, right? Like, if you take – I would love to – man – I bet you I could get AI to take all the scripts from Breaking Bad and rewrite them if they were medieval, and it would play like the a great season of Game of Thrones. You know, dude. What I mean? like, <laughs> let's 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 do it as a comic. We'll we'll get rich off of it. <laughs> hey, fan fiction is how uh, Twilight got made. Let's let's make the next Twilight. <laughs> that was what was it? Yeah, it was Hunger Games. It was one of those fucking things. Hunger Games was Twilight fan fiction. Sorry. I think that's what it was. Yeah. I like it when my boyfriend chokes me. Oh my God, he choked me. Sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jason. It just yeah. turned me on. <laughs> hey, you know what? It, it was, it was a weird time when, when, when single women were, were reading, uh, whatever the fuck that was. And it was just like, I don't think you're really into this. Um, Mumbo Jumbo says the same way that the, the um, Joffrey actor was ridiculed in real life because he played a good, ba- exactly. And, uh, right. and Walter Peck in Ghostbusters, who's now back, which I love. Except and he played that guy in every fucking film. He did. A real genius. He, he was that guy. All right. Yeah. Like, but he like, was so good. Ghostbusters. He's so good at being an asshole. Like, you know what I mean? And then like, he's that guy like, in Biodome. Wait. And then he's was, that. <laughs> okay. Wait, was, was a real genius after Ghostbusters? Really? No, it was before. Or before. It was really before? It was before. Yeah, it was in my before. mind, it was after, but okay. Um, yeah, maybe I just saw that one later. Because you saw it on cable, you didn't see it in the theater. Probably, yeah. I don't think I saw. It. I don't think I saw Real Genius in the theater. Um, no, because she, she had. I saw haircut. I, I saw Real Genius in the theater, but I saw it in a drive-in as a sit film, so it was probably already four years old by then. So that makes sense. That 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 makes a lot of sense actually. But that popcorn at the uh, end. Sorry, no, 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 you're right. It was one year after. I'm wrong. Okay. You're right. Yeah. Okay. That, te- that, technically, it was at the same time when you when you. We yeah, wrap yeah. up shooting yeah <laughs> schedules they probably were overlapping mm-hmm. so. yeah but but, but but he's gonna be but, back william atherton right That's well and, the and and I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you whenever i watch ghostbusters as an Die adult hard. today and <laughs> i think walter peck is actually right like yeah. just well, that because was the we, whole mythbusters versus yeah. ghostbusters did you ever see the the, the epic you ever saw epic rap battles at ghostbusters versus mythbusters mm-hmm it's great because they had the Mythbusters. Okay. It's really good. I'll play it for you when we're out. Okay. going to watch it after the show. But okay. uh, it's really great. They go, you built an unlicensed nuclear accelerator. Yeah. <laughs> Some shady shit. Walter Peck was right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah no, yeah. It, it is. It is. And like, yeah. you know, he's doing this in like the middle of a, like, like, like I mean, when you get down to it, they're doing nuclear stuff in the middle of New York. Like, that's not, that's not good. That's not legal. Um, even though Bobby Brown made it legal in his song, remember? He said, that's not legal. He says it in the song. I don't know. I, as a kid, I didn't know what that meant. But anyways, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad he's back. And uh, I'm, I'm interested to see if he's the asshole or if they do they deal with any of that, you know, in this. Because that, that fucking little girl in the um, Ghostbusters thing, I think she's an environmentalist. She looks like one. 
Egon's daughter. She she would be yeah. like she, I think she would she would make I think it would make sense to her too, but uh but yeah but once again that that the, the Joffrey actor like the, the the even the fucking kid in uh, even Malfoy and Harry Potter, like which which is I'd say like the least talented of all of them probably in the big picture, but did the role fucking like really really well. You really hate that guy, and um and it's more than plotting; it's performance as well. And so yeah. But no, the uh, one that got me, and no, no kid remembers this, but the one that got me was I hated Lawrence <laughs> Fishburne because of what's love got to do with it. <laughs> really? Yeah, I was like, you're like, I turned really, I thought that man, he really, it, I didn't see I turned I saw fucking Lawrence Fishburne just beating the shit out of Angela's Bissette. Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, that, that movie's brutal, bro. Like, that's a brutal fucking. Oh, yeah. When people do biops, biops, right? They do like musical biops. Biopics. They, biopics. They, yeah, Sorry, when they I'm do joking, musical biopics, they ain't doing what's love got to do with it. But that one, the fucking yeah. Oscar, I give them that. No, know, it was like, no, it was fucking... it was good. Like 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 you know you know how like I mean this is like years ago. I I I had to reconcile. You know how today people go like, oh Michael Jackson, like can you like somebody's art and not like them and what they did and stuff like that? You know, I had that like as a as a as a teenager when uh, I grew up watching what's love got to do with it. And then I'm like reading this book and, and on a guitar and like it gets into how these guys discovered distortion on the guitar. And it's fucking Ike Turner with a broken speaker. And at the end, it's revealed to be oh. Ike Turner. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I mean, like, like as far as bad as he did, as bad as he was, like a piece of shit should literally be held to that standard as a piece of shit as a socially. But fuck, he created distortion. That's pretty fucking cool. You know, Jason. Mm-hmm. That's like the time I gotta watch OJ and my naked gun movie. Ruins it, don't he? But he, oh, I mean, it's knock him in a wheel. Oh, it's fun to watch, but it kind of makes me feel a little dirty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 uh, I had the OJ discussion with my kid because my kid loves the naked gun, loves it, like probably his favorite movie series of all time. Oh, okay, I, I, I tried. I, I bought him Dracula: Dead and Loving It. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. Doesn't work. It ain't that good. Now he was better than SummerSlam '95. All right, I gotta go. Bye. Bye, Dave. Uh, yeah. He's making a movie, Jason. He's really busy these days. Like I don't know how often we're gonna be able to get him anymore. <laughs> he's making a movie. <laughs> making a movie. Like, as soon, he's not gonna be able to hang out at that in and out forever. He might. He might get some location changes. I'm just letting you know there might be a whole felonious tour coming soon because. The fact that I got a little fucking character that's making a movie, I'm gonna. If you think I'm not gonna have fun with that for the next two fucking years, like, so, guys, I'm writing. I'm writing um, shit now. Like, like. Um, so at celebration, they showed like six to seven minutes of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, and what I predicted is happening is that they've taken that six minutes and they're basically cutting it up and turning it into clips. And those are the clips that are going to be used. And uh, like Campia does with this show, right? He cuts it up in little know. clips. What? I, what? I don't. I don't know. Uh, oh, don't you don't know. want to get into that beef? He's not on, no, he's no. not on YouTube anymore. No, he's no, not, I, he left. Uh, no, I, I, I just don't. I, I. Um, we should do that. We should cut this up into little clips. Little but it's clips. just my felony parts. We don't explain them. Like, like yeah, <laughs> it's just felony. No, no, I. Yeah, no, just I. I don't. I. I never watched. Campia, because like his takes never have anything to do with anything that I do that I follow that I like or in, in any meaningful way. Eleven a.m. Um, yeah. 
But uh, and once again, not a dig on him or anything like that. I'm just like, I just don't, you know. It's just like he's just giving his take. I wasn't you know, digging. I was yeah. saying like, like no, that, I'm that saying me, me not caring isn't a dig on him. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, it's like it's like I just don't get... kind of give a shit. Like when like guys who watch wrestling, for instance, like do nerd stuff. You know, I'm just like, yeah, cool, cool take, bro. You know what I mean? But uh, but big screen leaks, um, I think has the cons like playlist or whatever like thing or whatever they say. Indiana Jones on Dial Dial the Dial of Destiny with credits is 154 minutes. And we know that a lot of that length is added on because of, of the early young indie adventure at the start. So a lot of people are like, oh man, that's so much longer. Is that going to be bad? Is it going to be, you know, what does that mean? I just think it means that they're giving us a lot of what everybody kind of has always wanted was Indiana Jones 4 in 1990. And I think that's kind of where that that's that's going to go. But they also released because of of cons twenty twenty three, they released uh, a one minute clip, and I that was your first time seeing that footage, correct? Yeah, in, in the entirety. Yes. Yeah, and like like we, you could watch it, bits of it in the trailer. I I put it on my actually well, fuck, I, okay. Since we since we ended up saving this till the end, I think we can try this. Okay. I'm gonna put it on the end, and and if if they end up flagging it, I'll just say fuck it, cut it. You know, I'll just I'll just cut it out. Yeah. But okay, here we go. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna play the uh, clip. I'm gonna turn this. Oh fucking! I don't know if this works. Turning the sound like down really low probably doesn't matter. Probably catch it anyway. But but I fucking love this clip, and uh, and when the longer it's version like of it. Well, I'll just have it. I'll just have it pulled. I'll just have them clip the part out in the end at the end point. Okay. But <laughs> yeah, but all the stuff just plays so well. Yeah. The... We're talking over this, or we? We can. Right. Might help it not get flagged. You know? yeah, sure. Sure. So and and but by the way, uh, when he's talking about the father, he's talking about Toby Jones, the uh, little guy who played Capote in that other movie. Uh, the guy from uh, mm-hmm. Winter, not is that is he in Winter Soldier or was he just in the first? Yeah, Captain yeah, Ray? he's in Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Yeah, yeah. So that's her father, and in the trailer, he says, "Your father shot me once." In the trailer, you see Young Indy get shot by him in that that moment. So, but he's dead. We learned that it, he's been obsessed with going after. He was obsessed with going after the, after the Dial of Destiny, or obsessed with it, and now she's going after it. Do you think we see him get shot before this or after? I think it's funnier if we see it after this. He, he uh, is no, you know, if, we, if we hear him no, say it and then we see it later, I think it plays funnier. No, in he gets sh- then. No, he, he gets shot in 1944, which is where it begins. We, we think it's where it uh, begins. Okay. And then he talks, and then he, at the end of it, on the train, he gets shot by him on accident. And then he goes, and then there's a call back to it to her later on. So kind of, it's the same kind of, same methodology, but just different order. It's not all bail money. Some of it's gambling debts and something. Elena, no. Elena. How did you end up like this? by the way did you did you did you see teddy's little move here by the way i watched this clip a lot of times when she says beautiful yeah he leans back like watch this part watch teddy i love it it's good yeah 
It's really good. It's really good. But I really the don't. Teddy, she's Indiana Jones to him, right? Like, yeah, she's short. Right. He, he's short round to her Indiana Jones, basically. But in these, like, there's the the Nazi. I, I just don't see Spielberg doing a better job than than this. Uh, no, you man, know? dude, the energy's fantastic. The energy, the impact of like the thing, it feels tangible. You know? Yeah. And the tone feels right. It doesn't. It feels like it feels like we're getting the a, an on point Spielberg in a way, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, there. Um, I, I don't remember who said it because it. I was reading an article in college in American Studies about genre. It was about how um, once a genre is defined, it's dead, and like the gangster genre was was like effectively dead you know, and very defined and then regulated in, in Hollywood. And the uh, thing about Spielberg is his style of filmmaking is a genre unto itself. It's like, it's a style of filmmaking. It's, it's a, it is its own genre, but you know, he did it all. He's not really contributing anything new anymore. And so now talented scholars of film and talented filmmakers are going to, are taking what he's done and they're, in my opinion, J.J. Abrams was a good student, but not not a necessarily somebody who's going to take it further than Spielberg did. But right now, we see Mangold really. Yeah, Spielberg doing didn't write his own scripts. That. I mean, he wrote like a story or a treatment, but he wasn't out there. He like, did some. He, he early on, screenplay. early on, early on, he was more of a writer. Like Close Encounters, he's more, he's yeah. a writer on stuff like that. And but Night he, Sky's set in development hell because of it. You know, mm-hmm. like. Right. So it's just it's like JJ got stuck on making dark nice skies guys over and over. Dark, dark skies, skies was a, yeah. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. became becomes poltergeist. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, like, like well, once again, though, my, my my whole point is that like what Spielberg and Lucas did is something that this current generation of filmmakers are just taking apart constantly. How do we do what they did? And no one, you know, you don't really know that stuff until like you get into it. Like if you. Like I've gone just for fun, not anything I'd ever put out or even want to share, but it's like I've gone through, like I used the Bohemian Rhapsody example earlier. I've gone through and redone everything in Bohemian Rhapsody just to fucking like figure out how the pieces work because I'm interested in it. In it. And filmmaking, you can't really really just go do that necessarily. There's little things you can do, little little ideas, and then some people uh, kind of have, an, have somewhat of how it works. But like, you know, Abrams... Abrams, Ryan Johnson, and now uh, Mangold are the only three people that have had to go through and do a Star Wars Indiana Jones or Indiana Jones thing in the exact tone where it should fit side sit side by side on the shelf with those other films. And like, you know, Rogue One and stuff like that, it, it gets to do, it gets more, more leeway to, to be whatever it wants. And if they ever do an Indiana Jones spinoff, it too will get that that amount of like leeway but if you're doing indiana jones with harrison ford it's got to sit directly on the shelf and and it does and like th- there's you know five more minutes of this footage that was shown and all of it is exactly as on as that like that's not just one isolated minute i can tell you there's at least six minutes that's are that are good in the film <laughs> which which yeah, means a lot to me <laughs> you know si- si- side topic but tied together to this, this yeah thought if this next James Bond trilogy of films don't work out right, or a series of films, however many they make, do you think 
they'd go back and do a James Bond in the sixties and just deep fake uh, Sean Connery, <laughs> and do a series mm. of films with with Sean Connery yeah. as a nineteen sixties James Bond, like but with you know more Cold War. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I I don't I'm I'm not super. I I don't love the idea of deep faking sean connery and bringing him back as james bond the idea of doing james bond in the 60s and keeping it like or, or doing james bond in different eras like as opposed to always just it being modern the new one being now i, I like james bond in the 60s and 70s better like i would yeah, say yeah, from yeah. I, I i i and i like octopussy i think it's good i i like it going like that's a different tone but you know but from the original like casino royale to, to that I like that spectrum of, of things. I don't really like, um, I'm not a big fan of the uh, new James Bond stuff. I don't think it's bad. I think it's like they're, they're, in, they're entertaining movies. I enjoyed watching them, but I don't like, I don't really get into them that much. It's not as fun as Cold War Bond, I think. So yeah, if I were doing James Bond, I would probably always set it in the Cold War and do it that way. But what I like about like Indiana Jones in this context is Ford is play, Ford is giving the the performance that the digital puppet of him is is mimicking 100%. So we are getting Harrison Ford at the same time. Like in in that instance we can't get Sean Sean Connery because he's dead. We could get a fucking voice actor and like but you know having like like his level of charm and his like delivery and stuff like that. They could try but I I that one I'm I'm not so sure about getting like the spirit of an actor like down 100% like for an appearance could they do a CGI Connery and you would be like that's so fucking on like 100% but like a, like a whole movie that sits beside the Connery movies that that's I where I get like hmm. I wish they would deep fake the end of Skyfall because it was supposed to be Connery <coughs> right when they go the Brian Cox character or whoever that actor is I think it was Brian Cox but I can't remember but um can't remember right now. You guys remember okay. me. But that was supposed to be, and then Sean Connery turned it down, which dumb fucking move. Like it's like let that be the last thing people remember you as, you know? Yeah. So but whatever. And and, and I, I, I like Moonraker. I think Moonraker is really fun and has like a lot of great shots in it. Like a lot of, lot of you like it because it's got a guy named Jaws in it. It's got Jaws. Is it's made in response to Star Wars. You know, it's James, it's James Bond Star Wars. It's silly. But, yeah, you should listen to Quentin Tarantino's podcast where him and uh, Roger Avery, Roger Avery, yeah. uh, Avery yeah. and him go on about how Avery loves Moonraker. Or who loves Quentin loves Moonraker and Avery says one of them loves Moonraker, another one fucking doesn't. Like, yeah, and they go on it for about an hour. <laughs> but but that that's like like for for me, um, what's his name? Uh, Roger uh, Roger Moore. What's his name? Roger, Roger Moore. Moore? Yeah, to Adam I, I keep wanting to say Roger Daltrey from the hoop. Roger Moore. Um, he like like that was like James Bond to me when I was a kid. Like that's the James Bond that existed. So like in a regardless of of whatever like you know snobbish attitudes people want to have to me, that's like that's who comes into my brain um, for James Bond when I think of James Bond. Not even Connery. Connery is obviously a amazing like performer, but. That that that's who comes into my brain just because you know it's that was Bond when I was a child, and uh, but I I like that that like you know I could see somebody really doing like a throwback James Bond movie set nineteen seventy four today with all of that stuff, but it actually being a good movie that wasn't just camp, 
You know what I mean? Like you could do that. Like that that like version of the future in 74 is that's a that's a cool style. And uh so I I would I wouldn't mind if they did that kind of shit. As she says, I don't know anybody who cares for Bond. I see James Bond fans only as certain middle-aged dads who love classic cars too much and monarchy. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's what's funny, man, is it's like what it, it's 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 they're like Avatar. Like you don't find Avatar fans, but when an Avatar movie comes out, fucking there's people there to see it, and they see it. And yeah, it makes those James money. Bond movies make make billions of dollars, dude. It's yeah. So it it, it has a name, and you just got to remember too, man. Like it's an international property, like Avatar. It, right. it hits with different cultures, and so we're just not. I don't think any of us are going and flying to India, and then flying to Madrid, and then flying to Portugal. And then fly into Norway and then fly into Sweden. You know, like there's so many different markets. And I, I think about that video they made <coughs> when Avatar 2 came out, just showing the different premieres worldwide. And it's mm -hmm. like, imagine having to put on a fucking premiere in like 12 different fucking countries, dude. Like it's like, yeah. it's, like, like it's, it's exotic. It's a lot of money and time and effort to go into that too. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. But yeah, you just can't. I mean, the, the, the internet space. Don't let confirmation bias or your little sphere of influence like affect, you know, like mm -hmm. it, whether I'm into it or not. Like it's not because well, I like Avatar. Oh, of course it would do better. No, it's just that there's other fans that like I don't know why or how those fucking Transformers movies ever made anything. But I can tell you what I think. What I think when I when I watch clips of those Transformers movies from taken in theaters from other countries, and right. old Megan Fox has, puts her booty up and, and Michael Bay shoots women in a certain way that. That gets that gets some audiences go. So you can say the robots got people there, but I'm gonna tell you, oh, the robots didn't get people there last time. Like the robots, well, I, I, I think it's the I, it's the big tits and ass dude next to the, the, the well, great big yeah, ass, it, it's, right? it's 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 the uh, the uh, same thing with with fast with the Fast and the Furious films. I think it's probably a lot of the same audience. I like cars and I like girls, and so if you if you want to see movies with cars and girls, Transformers and Bond and, has Bond has cars and girls. And Bond also has cars and girls and, and it, and it, but what I think like about us is that it, I think we are like sort of organizers and we like to, to some degree, be a part of a culture, even if it's from afar. And that's, that's like Star Wars fans. It's like a thing. There is like an actual Star Wars culture. I've never seen James Bond culture. I don't know if it really exists. You weren't in the military. Right. I okay, can tell but... you, it's it's Joe's. It's yeah. I I used to call these barracks movies. It's like I didn't I didn't own any of these fucking films, but if I wanted to see one, I didn't yeah. have to rent it. I just go to the guy. Someone in the barracks got these films. They got like they got yeah. Maxim magazines. They got every Fat Boy Slim fucking <laughs> CD. Fat Boy Slim. <laughs> they do have. To... <laughs> they got them now. Twenty years yeah. later, Jason. They, they ain't letting it go. They ain't letting it go. So it's like. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. You know. I, I have to pick up the kids in just a minute, but I want to hear on a couple. I want to hit on this one, Jonesy. Uh, thank you for being a channel member, Jonesy, and for everyone who's a channel member. Mangold explained that he shut down any notions of using the volume regarding Indy Five. Wonder if he will go blue green screen in the new Star Wars movie. Cost less and easier to use practical effects. Well, two things about that. Most likely the film that he does will be shot in the UK. So the volume would be only used on places that can exist. But the, the, I think sort of like, number one, I'm glad he didn't want to go volume because it wouldn't match the look of the other films. So that's why I'm glad that he didn't. 
However, yeah, it limits if, your camera you, placement. But but everybody talks about CGI and fucking CGI and Indiana Jones four. My action, if you watch, re, if you're rewatching all of these movies, look at the CGI and just be look at it. And you're like, it's very much of its 2008 time. Whatever. You know what actually sucks about Indiana Jones four are the sets, the actual practical sets that they actually the built. temple set specifically. The temple set it does not look good, and and a lot of the Temple of Doom at times has very beautiful sets, but a lot of those those smaller sets, those little side sets that lead into it, also look just as like B grade bad. And so that's where I'm curious with what Mangold has done when we get to his stuff. Do people criticize those sets for look like because they're looking at it with an adult eye? And not just taking it as something that has always been. Do they look at that? Because I, something tells me that that's why this movie, though, he didn't. And that's why this movie costs like $300 million and will likely not be profitable. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't I don't know how this movie turns a profit if it doesn't make a billion. Realistically. And uh, so, you know, I think this might be the last Indiana Jones film with Harrison Ford, uh, almost no, because he said as much before three other, hey, third time saying as much. But it did really did good. It and did. This and that's with all the hate and there was an <coughs> internet and there was everyone bitching. So yeah. like, there was podcasts. I was listening to them. They were complaining. So this movie's good. Um, it can do a billion. You know, like I, I think right I, now, like we are in a in a place where quality does matter. You know, right. like word of mouth, like because who the fuck, look, forget about Avatar. Who the fuck cared about a Top Gun two until well, that shit came out? You know what that, I mean? Like that's seriously. my my point. Like when when Bespin is really in the box office, so we end up having a lot of like box office discussions a lot. And the thing that I keep noticing that people that are in their mid twenties and care about box office completely fucking are missing is the fact that like Maverick Mario Indiana Jones, these guys are really important to actually like pop culture, like in a big, huge way in totality. And so when you go through and you say Indiana Jones is going to make $300 million, like you, you sound stupid to me just because of the amount of people who are going to see it because it's Indiana Jones, whether the movie's good or bad like that. That's the, that's like the whole thing. The, the last Indiana Jones movie, which the internet told everybody was the worst movie ever made, made $850 million because people are still going to go see their going to go see Indiana Jones. People always needed to see Maverick. Like what is Maverick? Like if they do a part two, that's the thing that you, that you can't take away from it. And um, that's, so I I'm, I'm hoping it does like I'm hoping it hits it hits a billion and it really is highly profitable. I'm hoping it goes that way, but my whole thing is that like it's a pretty crowded little summer between the Flash, Fast X, Indiana Jones, Spider Spider Verse, and what's still playing between Guardians, Mario still playing. It there's a lot to pull from it to, to take away from it, and uh, but I I am I'm going to be seeing it at least twice. So, and you know, and then look at, and then look at what guardians did. I don't think guardians is at that level, but guardians was a movie that people were really saying was out at the box office and it had a really great second weekend. Yeah. 49% draw, dude. I mean, that that's again, that's word of mouth telling people they enjoyed the film. Yeah. That it wasn't Ant-Man. 
And it, right. okay, I, I I gotta go because I, I gotta go and get the kids. Jason's gotta uh, go. I gotta go. I got my alarm is off. I, I gotta go be, be a dad. I gotta be a dad. I'm, I'm just right. gonna I'm just gonna end the show and, and walk away. <laughs> but everybody, uh, I'll see we'll see everybody tomorrow. Rob, I'll talk to you in a bit. Later. Thanks, dude.